0: Hi, welcome to another episode of the problem is not the problem thinking development podcast. I am your host, Aki Odubiton, a medical doctor, a medical literacy professional, and a thinking skills evangelist. Thinking is the fundamental human resource, all problems are thinking problems, all solutions are thinking solutions improve your thinking improve your world change your thinking change your world and so with the best, with better thinking comes a better world and that's what we're all about today let's talk about Bayern Munich Pep Guardiola and the COVID-19 Pandemic. What do these three have in common? How are they related? And what can their relationships teach us about engaging in the midst of this invisible conflict? Now, this is not about whether there is, whether something is being stage managed or something, some people are playing from you know, behind the curtains and directing situations, and circumstances. That's not what today's about. Today's about the global pandemic itself, what governments are doing, what businesses are doing, what you should do, and why. And why. A friend of mine is completing his masters in, in Germany. He's into creativity, design, innovation, that sort of thing. And we were talking over the phone when he mentioned about the structure of the lockdowns in Germany. And it was so intriguing because all he said was, the Chancellor, Angela McHale, came and spoke and said, Hey guys, here's what's going on. We need to take certain steps. Here, yeah, lockdown procedures and the reaction—he—he he found it really interesting because he doesn't live in Germany, doesn't come from Germany, and I found it quite intriguing as well, because because of America's domination over the world, sometimes this, these pieces of information do not quite get to us, except through the filter or the lens from which the Americans and the and the international and by extension the international community communicates on these topics and so it's it's quite interesting she just came and said hey guys we're in trouble we need to do this and the response was spontaneous and at least where he was because i asked him to communicate his opinion of how locked down berlin was what in the, during the period of lockdown and he said on a scale of one to ten it was a comfortable 7-8. Most people understood that there was a problem, most people stayed in quarantine and then just um, and eventually of course they got out of it even though currently there's a new surge from the Omicron variant which thankfully is supposed to be less severe even though it's more contagious and we will keep watching and monitoring events in that direction. But, that said, yes, indeed, there is, there is, a, there is the engagement of the society and the leadership in Germany is quite interesting, and dare I say unique. There was something um, the legal state governor said at some point, he, was it him? I think it was him. Well, well, whatever it is, the, the saying is that, educated people are difficult to rule but easy to lead let me say that again educated people are difficult to rule but easy to lead and that's why education is so important that's why I am personally very interested in education in the transfer of knowledge, of values, of expertise across generations, both horizontally, in terms of across generations, um, both vertically across generations, and then horizontally within communities and across society. Education, 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 really, really important. And of course, the bedrock of education is yes, thinking better. Thinking improves education. It improves how education itself is disseminated or communicated or spread in a way that is effective, efficient, and, and relevant, effective. There's a lovely word um, Professor Edward de Bono usually used in communicating about thinking. That thinking, and, and that word was oppressive. Thinking must be useful. You shouldn't just have thinking for thinking's sake. Thinking has to be useful. It has to be consequential. And so that's that's the lens through which society in general should operate. Thinking. And so if educated people are easy to lead, even though they are difficult to rule, then let's educate them more so that leadership can be more effective and therefore we have a better society. Leadership and rulership are two sides you know, of a coin. And while there are so many rulers, there are so few leaders, especially at the level of gov- government. At the level of government, we have a lot of rulers. And what's a ruler? A ruler is something that rules. You use it to ensure that a line is straight or to ensure that a line is curved a ruler forces compliance. It is the duty of a ruler to ensure that the agenda is adhered to, and that's what rulership is about. The, the The job of the leader is to set a worthy agenda and create the strategy to take as many people to that 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 that, that vision. So, so part of leadership is it has to be futuristic it has to be visionary one of the biggest problems in Nigeria and I guess in a lot of other countries in the world is that there is just no simple clear vision and it's just a it's a huge gap of communication if I was in charge of anything anywhere my, it, my focus would be, it would be incredible we're going to sit down and weave together a compelling vision that everybody should know in the country. We should be able... When a three-year-old is learning their first words in that country, the three-year-old should be able to say that thing with somebody come of meaning. Not to talk about... So it's something that everybody, poor, rich, old, young, male, female, man, woman, it doesn't matter. You will know that vision. And I have one, but that's not for today. (laughs) But I have one. A compelling vision, something that when people see, it will inspire them, inspire them, and help them move to that kind of place inside. And so that's really, really important. Education is key. Leadership is important. Rulership is needed. But unfortunately, we have way more rulers than leaders in government. But in businesses, we tend to have a lot of good leaders. And sometimes, I mean, and then, I mean, rulers rulers as well. Autocracy, autocracy is is easy. It's easy to, when you have the powers and the power dynamics are in your favor, it's easier to, to force people than to inspire them. It's easier to, to shut them down than to praise them up. It's easier to wield the bully pulpit than to play the the coach, to play coach, to play to play support systems, to play the, the people in your corner. Very, very important. Very very important. Very, very important. So in governments, so for example, what's happening in Australia? There's a supposedly a draconian lockdown. But can you blame the government? If people are not living to the ideals in our social contract. Now, I'm not saying what they're doing is right. I do not have enough information from which to make that assessment. But I can't say it's wrong either because for the same reason, as it would. But when people talk about leadership styles, one of the things they try to do is to say, oh, so, you know, if you're familiar with it, theory X and theory Y, theory Y is that says people are lazy. and I'm not sure I'm getting it directly, but properly but people are lazy and don't want to work so you need to be harsh and theory X is people are willing to work and so you need to give them space or whatever that sort of thing. Now those are different schools of thought and sometimes people think one is better than the other. I don't think so. I think think each has its own place based on the situation. The law of situation states that your, you should act within taking into consideration your situation to achieve the goals you set out to achieve. You cannot behave the same way in winter that you want to be that that you're going to behave the same way in summer and still get the same objectives. Your behavior needs to change to match the times and when there's a once in a century global infectious disease called a pandemic, COVID-19 specifically, then people need to modify behavior. People need to modify behavior. Now, those who are against a vaccine mandate, for example, as uh, President Joe Biden has proposed and has been pushed and I think if if I'm correct, I think the Supreme Court slapped it down to some degree, saying it was unconstitutional maybe it was maybe it wasn't but people need to understand that behavior needs to change there is no one size fits all for even for the same person for the same person one size does not always fit all there was a size you wear when you were five there's a size you were when you were 10 there's a size you wear when you're 30 there's a size you were, what, where what you're gonna wear when you're seventy. One size never fits all, you need to be able to change and modify behavior to match what's going on around you if your goal and your visions and your objectives must be fulfilled. And so therein lies the issue of the vaccine mandates. But here's something interesting I also wanted to discuss and share, which is the, the, the header for this, which is so what is Bayern Monique, Pep Guardiola? and the COVID-19 pandemic. How are they related? Well, I'm not, I'm not a football slash soccer buff or nerd. I barely follow it. So <laughs> I had to do a Google search to get these names. So apparently, Brian Monique is 2021's leading football club with the highest number of wins and points and stuff. And Pep Guardiola is the best coach. He's currently coach of Manchester City, if I recollect correctly. And here, I bring them into the conversation, into the discourse, to communicate something about how the vaccines work. Now, if you recall, in the early days of the pandemic, and when the conspiracies were just floating around so dense and heavy, and people were saying, oh my, the mRNA vaccine is going to you know, change your genes and the transhumanism and change the, what it really, really means to be a human being, etc., cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. All right. Now, the technology is too new. So, there were all sorts of conversations around vaccine hesitancy. And I'll try the anti vax sentiment. So, here's my own little contribution to the general discourse. To help you understand a bit what how the how vaccines work in general and how the COVID-19 vaccines work in that context all right so let's um, so three essentially so let's let's just do a snapshot overview so vaccination essentially is a way to help improve the body's immune system such that it is competent and capable to fight certain specific diseases now for every child who's born the, the the human genome the human genes the human constitution already has a database of different illnesses that can happen or that have happened and the human race in code in general has beaten and so every child is born with a you can think of it as a library as a li- with a library of different Diseases for their security team. So, if you think of the human being, if you think of every of every human being as a as a big con- as a as a as an organization as a whole. In the security department, they have pictures of all sorts of different diseases, and with those pictures, they they, they are also points beside those pictures. So, you could think of it as you know this i want to say art gallery but that's not necessarily the best analogy maybe um, a library so every library so every disease has its own file so let's use the library so every disease has its own file so you go there you pick out the file representing the disease open it and you understand different things oh this is kind it's a virus it's a fungal. um, it's a bacteria it does this this is how long it works so the body has something like that it's a store of all the different things that that could happen. Now there are other diseases, so, so those are, we call them um, trophies of war, you know, or um, bits and pieces of information that communicate to us different things about different conditions. Mm-hmm. But, what, here's what's interesting, when new diseases come, the, the immune system, the body's security and defense system springs into action. And when it springs into action, what it does is that it catalogs, it begins to get that information and catalog it. So as with every fight, supposedly, um, the immune system gets better. So what the vaccination does essentially is essentially just training, pre-combat training, the immune system so a what a vaccination does is that it prepares the immune system for that specific disease and there are a lot of vaccines that we've had to take and thanks to that vaccination there are some diseases that we've actually eradicated smallpox gone rinderpest pests gone and these are diseases that were not baby diseases these were diseases that in their, in their prime caused a lot of problems measles are down polio down almost eradicated almost eliminated and those are good things and in the, in the in the perfect world that is what you want every for everybody what you want is a world where we do not have we are not vulnerable they're not vulnerable to diseases that, that's what we want that's what we want we want a world where we are invulnerable to most diseases and and that's a fair ask that is a fair ask so let's bring this home to to the COVID 19 vaccine now there are three elements to it so generally for for the for this COVID 19 vaccine there are different kinds of vaccines there's the mrna vaccine there's the standard vaccine which is live attenuated vaccine and then there's a third one which is called a viral vector vaccine i'm going to use soccer as the analogy, all right? to so explain how these three different kinds of vaccines and vaccinations work. Okay, so first, the mRNA vaccine. Think of the mRNA vaccines operational model as if you were a football club and you had a big match coming with an opposing team. So let's say you were, what? <laughs> okay, so let me abuse let me take a cheap shot at one of my friends, DG, whose favorite club, club is Arsenal. So, Arsenal has an upcoming match against Bayern Munich. Now, Bayern Munich, at this point, is the best club in the football club in the world. Yeah? So, what does Arsenal do? It goes and it pushes their coach. So, what happens with an mRNA vaccine is that something from the virus, now in this case, so, Bayern Munich's so, what we, we say, okay, you know, we're going to go and get biomedics coach. So, we, there's, a part of, there's a part that is taken into the system. So, what's, what is delivered during the vaccination is essentially a coach. So, if we, if we use the soccer analogy properly, it will be that, so I'm going to play against Biomanic. So, what we do is that we go and coach their coach and we get their coach to train our people so that we can beat them. So in, in the mRNA model for vaccination, what happens is that the, the mRNA comes, the injection, the vaccination comes with a set of instructions on what proteins to make to defend the body. So what happens is once the, 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 the injection is given and it gets into the body, so think of it as so the, the coach is poached, and when it's pushed and it's brought to the team, he then sits down and gives information on how on the weaknesses of the team, on and how the team can be beaten. Maybe not the coach, maybe you, you push the assistant coach or something, but but that's essentially what happens. A bit of mRNA is is uh, is taken, messenger RNA, and it's used to synthesize. It comes as a bunch of instructions that oh, this is what that team is like, so these are, these are the things you need to do or be, or build. These are the skills you need to develop to beat that team. So that's what the mRNA vaccine, that's how it works. That's the first one, mRNA vaccine. The second one, which is more like the the Johnson & Johnson's one, which is the classic um, vaccine. So we call it the live attenuated vaccine, in which a weakened or dead part of actual part of the the infectious organism, whether a virus, a bacteria. That's really, it's not only it's not only viruses, bacteria also have <laughs> vaccines as well. Anyways, so so it gets a you get a dead version. So in this our analogy, what we could think of it as in comparison would be if if we got instead of pushing the coach, so mRNA essentially is you put the coach, the coach teaches your men, you win the game. In the second model, which is the standard vaccine for most other con- conditions, in the second model, you actually go and so, you know, so a soccer team, essentially 11 players, yeah, or 20-something players, you know, based on the extra people on the bench and something. But what you do with the second time, which is the basic model of vaccination, is you then go and put, like, five players from that team and you bring them into into your team now of course, there are five of course it's not the same thing as playing an entire 11 people but by playing against them in a mock match you coach them and then you play against them in a mock match you can begin to anticipate the things you need to do to beat the other side now this is different from the first one because in the first case the coach knows everything that needs to be done he's he's not is not playing in the field but he has all the understanding and the skills of how they are arranged how their strengths and weaknesses combine and how it's compatible so putting the coach is actually just the easier thing so if you get the coach he can give you the instructions but in the second model which is the classic model for vaccination in that one um what happens essentially is you actually put you put players actual players part of people are supposed to be in the 11, man team that you face during that match you push like three of them and then you play against them until you understand and are able to extrapolate how best to beat the other team and it works and it works because the human immune system is really it's really smart intelligent it's (laughs) great all right Um, now the third way that the vaccinations could occur as well is something we call viral vectors now what does that mean so let's go back to our soccer analogy so in, in this analogy, we can't, this maybe FIFA has new regulations or the sports commission in that country has new regulations, whatever. But what happens essentially is that in that country, you cannot poach the players directly. And so what do you do? What you do is that you get a different club to poach the players. And the way they poach the players, you buy the club. That's it viral vector. So in that viral vector scenario what happens is because you cannot push the players directly either because maybe they have too much integrity or the rules and regulations in the country or in the sport say you cannot push players from the opposing team when it's two weeks to the match or one month to whatever for whatever reason you can't push them directly. So what you then do is that you get someone you create a comp- <laughs> So in business that thing happens quite a bit, so you create a or get a football club who will then buy those guys, push them from their original team, and when they put them for real estate, they will now sell their club to you, and therefore you now get those same three players, four players from the other team who were either unable or unwilling to be pushed, where well, you push them in directly and then you use them to understand how to play against opponents such that you win such that you win and so those are the three models of a vaccine as obtains today for COVID-19 and literally most and and keep in mind the mRNA vaccine is going to become the mainstay of how vaccination is going to get done it is because I mean listen to the, the analogy now which of these three is most useful which is the most efficient say so useful the most efficient Number one, just put their coach and the coach gives you the, the blueprint to defeating the opponent. Number two, put some players and then you play with them and then you synthesize and decide how you want to beat the other side. Option three is essentially option two, only that well, because you can't buy them directly, you get a different entity to buy them and then, you, and, then when you, and then you then buy that entity and then you get the same thing and then you figure out and synthesize a blueprint on how to beat them. Now, those are the three models. Now, in practice, what that third option is is that so so for COVID nineteen, for example, you get another virus that will come and swallow COVID nineteen or part of the COVID nineteen um, cell structure, you know, biological structure, and then that that is then introduced into the body as a weakened, you know, live attenuated, a weakened version of the of the of the COVID-19 in that sense. Now, usually the virus they will use to, think of it as maybe like smuggling, you know, so you want to put, you want to, <laughs> is, is smuggling is a good idea uh, to use for something like that. <laughs> okay, maybe not. But here, it. so you want to um, take eggs somewhere and then you take the eggs and then you put them into a bag of flour. Because you can't carry the eggs directly and so what happens is when you're stopped oh it's flour it's flour okay so you go in and then when you get into the other side then you bring out the eggs now usually the virus that is used as a vector as a carrier for the COVID-19 or whatever other virus is really being targeted is a virus the body already knows how to defeat and so once it comes into the body the body knows oh this is just (coughs) a blah 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 virus and then it fights it wins but once that battle is done it's then faced with the live at the weakened version of the real um, enemy and then the body then engages and finds ways to develop a winning successful blueprint for defeating the disease in when when chronic time comes and so that's how the three different modes or models of vaccination occur and so when you understand how the vaccines work, for some people that's enough to move them past hesitance to adoption. For some people it's not going to be enough. Now for them, I have a different way I, I think about these things, but we'll come back to that later. The, the, so the next, the next commentary essentially is, do vaccine mandates work? Of course, are they, overreach. Yes and no. They are an overreach in societies that that are difficult to rule. They are not an overreach in societies that are easy to lead. When a society is educated on the topics, you don't need mandates. There is voluntary adoption of Common sense guidelines. You don't need mandates. You don't need quarantine mandates. You don't need vaccine mandates. You don't need face mask mandates in educated societies. In educated societies, people understand and evaluate the risk and then they make intelligent decisions because they are educated. In less educated societies, leadership and inspiring and coaching is going to be is going, might take too long and be too tedious because of the situation if the pandemic is spreading the, the fatality rate is high now our luck one of the good things that about this specific pandemic good things <laughs> strange times yeah one of the good things about this pandemic is that it's, it's a very slow-moving pandemic. Even though it spread across the world pretty fast, its fatality rate is low enough to make people complacent. It's low enough for people to get complacent. And therefore, fatigue, so, so the entire lockdown fatigue comes into play, um, vaccination fatigue, the whole thing just gets tiring and tiresome. You know, and understandably so. But educated populations do not need a mandate. And so when you find yourself in a society where mandates are front burner, what does this tell you about the society we live in? What it tells me is that the thinking, remember this is a thinking development podcast, the thinking Of the people in that society betrays inadequate education and unfortunately many times when people say go and do your own research what they really mean is go to google and type in is COVID-19 a scam or is the vaccine a scam or is that's what they mean or did Nicki Minaj's cousins, bulbs, whatever. But that's not the meaning of go and do your own research. If you really wanted to go and do your own research, then you should look for people who are researchers. Researchers are the ones that can research properly. If it's not your domain and it's not within your expertise, you kind of have to listen to the experts, however much you distrust them, and then eventually because you have agency and you have bodily autonomy, you have to make an intelligent personal decision. But do not allow the, person, the personal nature of your decision making to cloud your thinking around the fact that this is a community problem. Let me say that again. It's true you have agency, it's true you have bodily autonomy and free will. And it is also true that it is a personal decision. However, do not allow the personal nature of your decision to blind you from the thinking and the fact that it is a community problem. If I alone were on the altar, that's fine. But if my actions are going to put other people on the sacrificial altar as well, that's not fine that's not fine so sometimes you do it for others you do it for others you do it for others it's part of my problems with donald trump you know even if the election was stolen that's not the time or place to start shouting and screaming you want to be president again we get it but even if it was stolen if you were not filled with avarice and greed and a lust just a lust for naked raw power you un- and you understand that hey even if it's even if we missed it this is too important you let it go she stoops to conquer as william shakespeare wrote you have to weigh things you do not sacrifice the collective on the altar of your personal ego. On the altar of your personal ego. And so, the message remains. Wear a mask, there's Omicron, Delta, and every other variant, but the message remains. Wear a face mask, minimize going out, if you don't need to, or get vaccinated, Get your booster shots. And then just be well and home so that we can move forward together as a society. And even if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for someone else. Because whatsoever a man sows, that also he shall reap. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Not in action, but in principle. Not in action, but principles. So, to recap, we have learned together. You know how vaccination is essentially. So, so the center of this all is what vaccination is and what it's about. How this specific vaccination and works. You know, we spoke about the mRNA model, the live attenuated model, and then the Viral vector model, and the mRNA model essentially was put the coach. He gives you the instructions you beat the other side. The live alternative version is put three players out of the level and play with them, and then use that to create a successful blueprint to beat the other side. And then number three is we'll get somebody else to put the three players, and then you put the entire organization of the club, and then you play in mock matches. And then use that to develop a blueprint to defeat the other side that's how the vaccines work we also spoke a bit about the vaccine mandates and we spoke about how the law of situation means you modify behavior in the light of situation and when you have a once in a century pandemic you need to do things differently if it's a mandate that needs to be done you do a mandate like a vaccine mandate a face mask mandate a quarantine mandate an isolation mandate It's done, and when it's not done, understand what it means. If people are not able to respond to the law of situation, it is because they are uneducated. They're not bad people, necessarily. No, but they are uneducated on the topic. And so, it behoves you and I to help them, to guide them, to teach them, to encourage them, and help them understand, to educate them, and help them do what? improve your thinking, because when you improve your thinking, you improve your world. When you improve your thinking, you improve your solution options. And when you improve your thinking, you improve life itself. So, the next episode, goodbye. Stay blessed.